Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of A Practical Spirit. Um, it's been a while since I've been recording anything, so um, this is a return to uh, some ideas that have been playing around with. Um, I'm going to first say that I'm not going to or I have no plans to in any part of the immediate future to do any sort of guided meditations. Um, but I'm going to start talking about meditation because I think it is uh, possibly one of the most important tools that we can employ in a spiritual path. Or it, I've discovered for me it is um, that at least trying not to be general and conceptual. Um, so, uh, I think what's important to say, first of all, with meditation is just like any tool that can be used spiritually or personally or developmentally, um, you can <clears throat> use any tool for waking you up or putting you more to sleep. And so that's something to be aware of in your experience um, when you're engaging with meditation uh, or any other spiritual practice, really. Um, and so a good question is always, is this helping me to wake up to what I'm doing, um, wake up to my life, uh, or is this helping me to avoid the things that I don't want to face? Um, and for me, a good barometer <laughs> of uh, whether or not I'm waking up is uh, the level of discomfort I feel when I engage with uh, things. Um, and that's that's also um, an important thing to think about or to, co to consider um, within yourself when you're engaging with um, spiritual practices. You know, I, I really struggle with a lot of the stuff that's on social media um, and the world around spirituality. And I think that's probably not an uncommon experience for a lot of people. Um, and my, my, my issue with a lot of the stuff that is presented is just that it is a presentation um, and that we are presented with an ideal um, an epitome, a pinnacle. Um, this is not the journey. Uh, the pinnacle is simply something that we're aiming for while reaching through the things that we are already faced with. Um, my spiritual journey has looked like <clears throat> um, decades of lying to other people and myself about who I am, um, and still discovering the lies that I've been telling myself and other people, um, in that those lies included uh, decades of drug abuse um, and finding ways of clawing myself out of that hole, um, discovering that um, I didn't hate humanity, that I actually loved it and I wanted to be part of it, and I wanted my humanity to be something that existed in the world unfettered and unhidden and un, unhated. Um, and that is a lifelong journey, a lifelong practice. 
um, and a lifelong discovery. The layers and layers and layers of um, deceptions that I have built into myself without even realizing it on many levels. Um, and now I am learning how to strip it away with tools that I've come across and learnt how to use effectively. Will I ever be a Buddha or um, um, enlightened? Um, I don't know, and probably not, and that's not the point. The point is to begin the journey and to continue to face into what is uncomfortable and difficult while loving and forgiving yourself over and over and over again. Because that is what you deserve. Um, unconditional love and compassion from yourself. You can't really expect it from anyone else if you can't give it to yourself. And you, in my experience, I definitely can't accept it from other people if I don't allow it from myself. So, <clears throat> um, meditation is a way of helping to train ourselves or train myself to be uh, present, aware, and resilient. Those are the three top qualities, I believe, which are giving a sort of meditative powers, if you like. Um, and the way that meditation does that is through stillness, giving us, giving a chance to feel deeply into the body in the most subtle ways. And that can be incredibly difficult and incredibly painful and also incredibly boring. Um, and that's okay. I mean, uh, this is all part of the experience of humanity. Um, having a mind that is completely untrained for decades, if you have one like mine, um, <laughs> it is a massive struggle sometimes to sit quietly, even for a few minutes. Um, but that isn't the point. The point is not necessarily to have my mind be silent. I, I often say to people, the only time your mind will be silent is actually when you're dead. Uh, the whole point of your mind is to talk. That is the chattering monkey. And the monkey is not really needing to be silenced. It's just that I need to stop trying to strangle the monkey and beat it to death. I need to forgive it over and over and over again so that I can return to myself, to be at home and present in myself, in my body, in my heart, in my spirit, whatever that is. Um, so that is my discovery of meditation, um, if you like. I started, I think, where most people start with a desperate need to escape the horrors of my own experience, of which there were many. Um, and in a way, I approached meditation in the same way I approached drug use. 
I wanted to numb myself to the things that I could not stand to face into. Um, and it took me a very, very long time to reach a point where I began to face those things with which I was uncomfortable. And I've been very lucky because I've had teachers who have encouraged that rather than offered me this kind of heroin-like um, view of what meditation has to offer. Um, if you like, <laughs> I mean, one of my teachers said, you know, you could get, you could be calm after you've meditated, but that, if that's all you want, then that is the, that's the booby prize. Um, we are talking about being, becoming awake and alive to your experience of life. And that is so inspiring and so amazing and also a lot of hard work. And that's okay. It's a lifetime's worth of work. And the more I engage with it and understand it and realize how profound it is to be alive through the experiences that I have, um, being with myself, forgiving myself and loving myself in presence and awareness while I am meditating and other practices the more I realize how precious even the most painful and uncomfortable things are. But that resilience comes with time. It doesn't come immediately. I don't just sit and meditate for an hour every day and suddenly I am like quite happy to sit there. Some days I sit there for an hour and I'm like, hey, I could do another 10. And some days I sit down for five minutes and I'm like, I need to get off this cushion right now. I can't stand it. Um, and that is just that is just the ebb and flow, the opening and closing of life, and myself as part of it. Um, so, I guess what I'm wanting to say in terms of meditation, as somebody who is maybe a beginner and searching for the answer, as in what's the right kind of meditation. Um, I don't know, <laughs> whatever helps you to get involved and inspired and um, engaged with it. Um, and what I, what I would say to you is when you meditate, uh, when you engage with whatever practice you find or choose, just be aware of whether or not this is allowing you to awaken to your experience of being in a body or is it taking you away and are you dreaming and not feeling anything at all? Uh, that is really, I think, the key to um, an effective and useful practice. Okay, so I'm trying to get back to just doing 10 minutes. Uh, this is about 11 or 12, so... Um, I hope that was useful. I hope this has some benefit for you. And um, if you have any questions or comments, and uh, feel free to to post up or ask me directly or get involved um, in some other way. Um, 
I'm not a teacher. I'm just a student um, studying and discovering and learning just like you. So please take whatever I have to say with a pinch of salt. Um, until next time.